0: Welcome to Talk 40 Podcast, the podcast where life is reflected through intimate conversation with me, your host, Nikki F. Wett. Welcome back to Talk 30 Podcast. Today is Friday, January 3rd, 2020. Talk 30 Podcast is now officially launched for the year. So, thank you for tuning in. A little bit of housekeeping. Make sure that you follow Townhouse Media right here on Spreaker. Make sure that you turn on your notifications because we have lots of shows that are under this umbrella. And I'm very excited to be joining this year as well. So, Fridays is not the actual day for Talk Flirty Podcast. You can catch this show weekly on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. So tune in to new episodes every Tuesday. So definitely join for Talk Flirty Tuesdays. The reason why I have this show launching today is because I'm doing a like a five part series on the five love languages. I've recently read the book by Gary Chapman. I'm not really sure what even directed me to this book because actually I'm not going to Actually, honestly, I gave myself a challenge this year. I was going to read more. And so I was discussing the podcast with my cousin. Like I got a whole, <laughs> I got a whole story and I just said, I don't know what directed me to this book. But anyways, I was discussing the show with my, with my cousin and my cousin and my sister. And they're like, oh yeah, have you read the book? And I was like, no, I haven't. So she gave me all the information for the book. I read the book and I was like, well, let me go ahead Um, because it's really a good read. It is definitely it'll help you in recognizing, of course, how to keep yourself fulfilled in a relationship, like by recognizing what your primary love language is. And it'll help with you being supportive and filling your partner up with love by understanding and learning what their primary love language is. There's always the saying that love is hard work and it is and it doesn't have to be you know work smarter educate yourself read the book not even just your spouse it's helpful if you have children recognizing the ways that you would need to love and handle your child I don't have any children but I grew up with um, three younger sisters and we are all very much very different So this book is a good read, again, to not uh, cookie cut how you handle people and ways that you express yourself, making sure that it is able to be received by those you love. So back to why this episode is released on Friday, it's because there are five love languages and it just so happens to be five weeks in January, but only if I catch it on Friday. So here is the first episode of 2020. We're going to start with the first love language, Words of Affirmations. So like I said, the book is a very good read and it helps to understand love and what it means to you. There's a quote in the book that says, at the heart of mankind is the desire to be intimate and loved by another. Marriage is designed to meet that need for intimacy and love. Now, I notice um, a lot of talk the last, you know, recently there's been more of that like uh, talk about, you know, marriage being just a simple or not a simple, but marriage being more of a business transaction. And a lot has been, I think a lot of love and a lot of intimacy has been taken out. There's this stigma of having to, you know, not wanting to marry down however underneath should be a foundation of love in the beginning stages you notice that love is love is pretty much like a drug and with any drug you have a high that is soon soon to come down and like any other drug you must continue use Or with love, you have to continually find new ways to rekindle, reinvent new ways to keep that feeling of being in love. Probably not necessarily the high, but at the core, at the foundation, making sure that your dealings with your partner and your life and your relationship is centered around um, loving that person. In the book, it's stated that it's human nature to want to be loved and isolation is devastating to the human psyche. And that's why solitary confinement is considered to be one of the cruelest punishments. One of the things is that when a person is truly loved, people behave different when their, quote, love tank, end quote, is full. Love tank is one of the Um, examples that they have in the book as far as you know recognizing your partner's primary love language so that you can feed them with that and in turn fill up their love tank. So there's like this euphoric feeling when you are falling in love and when you have your love tank full and people behave different, people behave different. There is a whole host of Untapped or locked potential that can be unlocked with the assistance of receiving love in the language that you needed, receiving that from your partner. The divorce rate is like extremely high. I think it's somewhere between like 40, 50 percent of first marriages fail, 60 percent of second marriages fail and 75. <laughs> third time is not the charm. 75 percent of third marriages will end in divorce. So again, love is hard work. And you definitely, you cannot just leave at the first sign of hardship. However, um, I mean, people define hardship differently. There's things, there are certain things that you may be willing to accept that others are not. For me, my hardship cannot include anything like cheating, on break babies, anything that will destroy a certain level of trust in the relationship. So if there is anything like that, if there's anything like that, relationship has got to end for me. There's nothing to to work on. But like I said, that's different for lots of people. Have to figure out is it something that you can forgive that person for and move on? Or if it's something that you want to seek revenge or some type of justice for. I've made up my mind that that's not what I'm going to be forgiving. I say that right now. But that is actually a situation that I have gone through. And I tried to make it work, but I'm not going to forgive that. Congratulations to you and your new bundle of joy. It's time for me to go cuz you kicked me out already. <laughs> like pretty much that's what it is. Um but I don't want to uh I don't want to make anyone feel any particular way about themselves or their relationship. Your relationship is your relationship. You figure out how it is that you want it to work. I've come across this book and I'm picking up pointers on how I want my relationships to work. So definitely if you are interested in creating a good foundation for a relationship, any relationship, definitely recommend reading this book. Um, the types of hardships that I would be okay with sticking with would be something like... uh unforeseen financial hardship. Maybe down the road, there's a out-of-control teenager or something and we're stressed. We don't know what to do. And it's causing a rift between me and my partner. You know, we got to figure it out. Maybe some type of medical crisis or... But nothing disrespectful. Baby mama drama, that type of thing. Another thing that was pointed out that was really good in the book, again, dealing with words of affirmation, is that real love unites emotion, With reason. So you have this period where you are kind of doing things impulsively or you're in that euphoric, that high of falling in love. But once that is gone, you now have to use your brain along with your heart. And it says that real love unites emotion with reason and the need for personal growth um, to be genuinely loved by another by choice, like of your own free will. And that's the kind of love that requires effort and discipline. So like once your high has come down, there's now something that you have to work on and um, continually stay in the relationship. Where I'm at right now, that is the kind of love that I will work for. That is the kind of love that I am recognizing. Like even having gone through some crazy relationships, You need to recognize and be accountable for your role. Accountability is definitely key in any relationship, friendship, work relationship. I'm glad I came across this book here to help with learning to speak and communicate the primary love language of a partner. Essentially what you would want to do is meet each other's deep emotional need to feel loved. And if that's done, And the love is shared. It will be an exciting relationship beyond anything ever felt, especially like in that falling in love, like that infatuation period. And that's where you're doing things a little bit more obsessively instead of with reason or free will. Now, in dealing with words of affirmation, I do have a crazy story about this. I actually discovered that words of affirmation might have been the love language of one of my exes. And I was just putting these things, these two things together as I was reading the book, because I had a situation where I was having lunch with this guy I met in the elevator at the Miracle Mile shops. And he's talking to me, uh, telling me about himself and his kids, just a whole bunch of things that were going on in his life. And it was kind of like he just needed somebody to like vent or um, show him attention. And I'm trying to, (laughs) but I was trying to keep a straight face the whole time because he was just unloading everything on me. As I'm looking at him, I start to notice that, you know, I'm not paying attention to him anymore. If I squint, I pay really close attention. I could have swore I seen my ex's face just flash. Real quick, and when he finished talking, I had to ask him. I was like, "When is your birthday?" His birthday was like September sixth or something, and I was like, "Oh, you're a Virgo," which my ex. And so, personality-wise, I'm thinking to myself, you know, this is probably the things that my ex was doing when he was, you know, going through his uh, periods of infidelity. So I was like, maybe he, maybe he just needed. Um, some encouraging words or <laughs> he just needed some words of affirmation. But being accountable after reading this book and kind of putting those scenarios together, I can now see a bigger picture of where I can recognize what may have been my own missteps and what contributed to that relationship failing. Granted, I wasn't the person who cheated. There are ways that I could have handled my partner. I could have handled other situations, things that we were dealing with. And if we knew this information about each other, or how to effectively keep each other's love tanks full, maybe it would not have ended. So yeah, outside of those words of affirmations, I think that maybe he just needed some encouraging words, kind of to speak life, speak life into your partner, and like awaken motivation and drive for them to develop that untapped potential. And also in the book, they say that the focus is, um, the focus is on doing something for the well-being of the one you love. So you don't want to be, uh, you don't want to put pressure on them into doing something that you want, or you want to be careful not to sound too preachy. Like You don't want to sound like um, judgmental, I guess, you know. Don't try to pressure them with like guilt or rejection. And so I think our conversations, a lot of things, I was either nagging or um, there was just always some some type of strain on the relationship argument. And I noticed a lot of tools, like tools that you would need when your when your primary love language is words of affirmation, would be like empathy. Learning what's important to yourself or um, learning what's important to your partner. Most of us have like uh, most of us have more potential than we will ever develop. But what may sometimes hold us back is courage and a loving spouse and encouraging words can supply important catalysts that will assist you with unlocking your greater potential, the potential of the relationship, uh, the potential of you personally, and so always you always want to speak in kind words. And I noticed uh in that past relationship, there were some kind words that were missing. So you always want to speak in kind words. You know, things can be inter- interpreted very different depending on tone and how it's said. I'm an Aries, and I definitely know how to cut with words. But love is kind. Love is kind, so use kind words. Otherwise you're like you're sending mixed mixed messages. A lot of us are at the age where we are looking for like a mature love. Um one with understanding, admitting when you're wrong, listening not to prepare your own rebuttal or um to make it an argument. But listening and understanding what It is that your partner needs what you can offer as far as resolution and being able to not always have to prove yourself right. Don't always harp on like past failures or things that may have happened in the relationship. You want to decide if you're going to forgive or if you're going to, if you need some type of get back. If you find that you need get back at your partner, that's where like intimacy and love ends pretty much. Like the desire to get justice, and also love your partner. Like those two, like those two, cannot exist in the same space. At that point, it's just like it's just bitterness and revenge, and we don't want that. So you definitely have to be humble and careful how you handle your partner in marriage in relationships. You guys should be, of course, equal. A lot of people focus on 50 50. A lot of people, and that goes back to like the whole business transaction of relationships and marriage. But in general, you guys are, you would be equals. No person should be the parent. No person should be the child. You don't want to be, you don't want to have one person making demands on what should take place. It should be a want of getting to know your partner, what they want, what they desire. And you communicate these things by offering, letting them know, what your requests are, and them answering, and vice versa, and it all should be done with words that express care. One of the big call-outs with words of affirmation is I think it really expresses like appreciation of your partner, kind of like how if you meet your goals, meet or exceed your goals at work, there's going to be some type of recognition or feedback from your manager, from your supervisor, To kind of keep your work love tank full. And that would be the same with um, your relationships at home. So expressing or like fulfilling words of affirmation would fulfill your partner's deepest human need, which would be to feel appreciated. Now, um, that's pretty much going to wrap it up for this first episode of this five love language series. Definitely encouraging words are always welcome. So make sure that you do leave a comment here for Talk 40 Podcast. Uh, you can reach out to the show through any social media channel, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. You can also email talk40podcast at talk 30 podcast at gmail.com. I will see you guys next week. Uh, Tuesday at 6 p.m., so make sure that you tune in, make sure that you follow Townhouse Media here on Spreaker, check out any, check out all of the other shows that we have, because there is definitely something for you under this umbrella. Happy New Year, I hope you guys enjoyed your holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, I hope everybody did not sleep through the countdown, I almost did, but I didn't. Let me go ahead and (laughs) get out of here because now I'm rambling. See you next week. and the rule to saving on motorcycle insurances, in 15 minutes, Geico could save you 15% or more.